welcome to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now, here's Rick. Well, welcome once again to the Point of Impact podcast. It's great to have you joining us again as we continue our series on success. And let me just say that I thought this would be the final episode on success because we're at my fifth P, the P of performance, but I'm going to add a couple more because I want to talk about how do you stay successful. It's one thing to be successful. It's another thing to stay successful. And I'd like to have an episode where I give some of the maxims, some of the success maxims that some well-known successful people use. I think it might be kind of a, a fun way to kind of wrap it all up. So we got a few more episodes to go on this theme of success before we shift over to stress and start talking about how we can overcome stress and deal with stress in our lives. So here we are at the five five steps, I call them five principles for success. I'll start with the letter P. And today it's performance. Again, I just want to encourage you to subscribe to this podcast if you've been enjoying it. Share it with your friends on social media, in person. Uh, give us a review. Uh, Give us a rating, five stars, hopefully, all those things that, you know, help and cause people to say, hey, maybe I should check this podcast out. It's been helpful to other people and it could be helpful to me. I would certainly appreciate that. And I hope that that you are beginning to put these principles into practice and you're seeing some initial success even now just by putting some of these success principles into practice. But today we hit the one on performance, and that's because it's the one that you have to end on. And yeah, I mean, I've used the P's, and I don't use them just to alliterate. I mean, I think they're all very significant uh, principles, and they all fit in a word that starts with P. But this one, you know, really, I mean, this is this is it. I mean, consistent success, you know, that's, that's what performance is all about, and uh, Performance is what is required in order to be successful. Now, again, it's, I think, and this is, again, I want to spend a whole episode on this. I think it's actually harder to stay successful than to become successful. Now, if you're, you know, if you're working hard to see success in your life, you may be, yeah, okay, Rick, uh, I don't know about that. But just take it from somebody who's had success and gotten to, you know, to the top, if you would, and then staying there is really challenging because of a number of factors. So we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll talk about that in, in another episode. But for now, let's just finish out these five P's, these five steps, if you want to call them, of success. You know, what, what is it that you have to do to, to really get to that level of performance where you are uh, not like... Uh, Hey, I, I uh, I've reached it, but I am functioning in success, and and I want to begin with what may sound kind of strange, but I hope that you'll stick with me, and that is developing toughness. You have to fight for success. It's a battle. It's not a physical battle, uh, but it's a it's an emotional battle. It's a mental battle. It's a spiritual battle. You've got to fight. You've got to battle in order to be successful. And your mental toughness is really, really significant. Your mental toughness will be challenged much more than your 
physical toughness ever would. Now, I, I come from a background of athletics, and, and so I know a lot about physical toughness, and, and I spent a, a good part of my early life really focused on that. I think that helped me enormously, frankly. I think everyone should be challenged with physical toughness, frankly. I think it will make you uh, a stronger person in, in a whole host of ways. And I think that we do everything now with our kids to try to kind of protect them. There are many, many boys, for instance, that are growing up today. They've never even, say, been punched in the mouth. They've never tasted their own blood. They've never seen blood run down their face. Now, you know, some of you may go, well, that's good. That's that's progress. Uh, and, and I'm not saying uh, that I'm advocating violence. I, I'm just saying that uh, many of us know what it's like to, to be in a few uh, scrapes, a few fisticuffs, whatever. And there's just something about that that just kind of tells you that, you know, this is what uh, can happen in life, especially if you, uh, you know, run your mouth and start uh, acting in ways that uh, disrespect and insult other people. Now, with, with social media and the way it works, people can just sit behind a computer screen and type away and, and really, you know, act big and tough and never have to sort of face the consequences of that. So, so much for my musings on that, but I think there's something to be said for physical toughness and, and, and again, not just the, the fighting part, but just pushing your body, just pushing your body. You know, there's something about being out on a field in August when it's super hot and super humid and running through football drills that just really test your metal unlike many other things. But for our purposes here, we're really talking about mental toughness. Mental toughness is having a high tolerance for short-term negative feelings, negative situations. It's, it's simply being able to deal with the inevitable setbacks and challenges that you face in life. There's no one who's ever been successful that doesn't go through challenges many, many, many challenges. And someone who's mentally tough has the ability, the tolerance to deal with it, to not let it stop them. And far too many people who are not mentally tough, who are really weak, they end up never seeing the success they could have because when they run up against the roadblocks, when they run up against the opposition, they don't have the the commensurate mental toughness to deal with it the way they should. Success is progressive, which means problems don't disappear overnight. You've got to tackle them. You've got to tackle them. You've got to tackle the problems. You've got to deal with them. You have to fight through the difficulties. And there will be many. There will be many. There will be many. In, in my experience, in my life, where I have started four church campuses, started two schools, started a broadcast ministry, started this podcast, written seven books, the seventh one coming out in October. I've, I've done a, a lot of things. I've dealt with a lot of challenging situations, built some major buildings, it's not easy. It's not easy. There are problems. There are situations. There are financial challenges. There are people issues that you have to deal with. There's things that just go wrong. You know, you can plan everything right and things still go wrong. This is just life. 
Successful people are not people who get exempted out of these things. Successful people are people who are fight are fighting through the difficulties. They're dealing with the pressure situations. They're not letting the pressure cause them to crumble. I am a huge believer in this maxim. Pressure reveals the person more than it makes the person. Some people, I think, believe, you know, the pressure makes the person. And obviously, dealing with pressure can can form you and shape you, yes. But ultimately, pressure reveals. It reveals where you're really at and whether or not you can handle situations and be able to overcome them. It's going to happen, friends. You're going to experience rejection. No one that I know who's mentally well enjoys hearing the word no. It's not a fun word to hear. But it is a word that you will hear in life. And let me give you my little maxim for this. When you hear the word no, this is what you say to yourself. Next. Next. When you hear no, you say next. That's a no. Okay. Then next. Just move on. Just keep moving on. Just keep moving on. Just keep moving forward. You'll find you'll find the yes. You will find the yes. Successful people find the yes. It's not that successful people get more yeses than others. It's that they keep searching till they get the yes. Don't let no cause you to quit. Don't let no cause you to be so discouraged that you, you're not able to move forward the way you need to move forward to see your dreams become a reality. By the way, I would just also add this that I think is helpful. Silence is not a no. Just remember that. Until someone tells you no, you're still in the game. Just because you don't hear back from someone doesn't mean it's a no. You have no idea what they may be dealing with in, in, in their life, their, their situation, professionally, personally. You may not know at all what's going on. So you don't hear anything and you interpret that as a no, when in fact, it may just be that it's silence because they're just not able at this point to respond back to you, or they're waiting for certain things to develop so that they might be able to say yes to you. So just remember that as well. Overcoming adversity leads to success. You can take it to the bank. That is an absolute truth. Overcoming adversity leads to success. Just think about some of these people. Let's talk about Admiral Robert Perry. So he attempts to reach the North Pole. Seven times he tries and fails. And on number eight, he succeeds. And he's forever in history. He's forever in history. Who, who reached the North Pole? Robert Perry. Do people say, uh, is that the guy who didn't reach the seven other times? No. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not what people remember. That's not what people know. What they know is he's the guy. He's the guy who reached the North Pole first. How about NASA? Here we are celebrating this incredible, incredible achievement, putting a man on the moon, something that I just love to, to talk about and study and, and 
have written the article celebrating the greatest achievement in history for Fox News because it is the greatest achievement in human history. But here's the thing. In the first 28 attempts to send rockets into space, 20 of those were failures for NASA. 20 of 28. Almost 75% failure rate. That's terrible. That Does that mean that NASA said, no, we're not going to be able to go into space. Uh, we'll never reach the moon someday. No. No. Overcoming adversity. Oscar Hammerstein. Rodgers and Hammerstein, you know the name? Sure, because uh, had some incredible successful plays on Broadway. How about this? His first five, his first five shows lasted a combined total of six weeks on Broadway. That averages just over a week. You'd think, you know, the guy would say, hey, I'm just not cut out for this business. Uh, five in a row, I'm doing terrible. But then the musical Oklahoma. 269 weeks on Broadway. 269 weeks. Wow. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. What in the world happened with this guy over five years? Couldn't, couldn't last hardly more than five weeks, and then hits it big. So what happens. And, you know, if we had time today, we could go on and on and on, because that's just the, the truth. That's the truth about success. You've got to be mentally tough and deal with the adversity that comes, deal with the problems, and just keep going forward. What else What else causes prolonged and significant success? What's the performance secret? You've got you've to keep growing. To succeed... You must keep growing throughout your life. People who reach success and then don't maintain it or not able to see it continue are people that stop growing. You've got to keep growing. What got you there won't won't keep you there. I mean, certain principles that got you there, we've talked about many of them, will certainly keep you successful, but you've got to keep growing in those areas. You need to to maintain a growth stance throughout your entire life. You've got to constantly be challenging yourself to grow, to develop. You can't get comfortable. Because what happens with, with a growing attitude and a growing mentality is that it causes you to change in a positive way. Here's my here's another another Rickism. You can change without growing, but you can't grow without changing. You can change without growing, sure. I mean, you can start drinking all the time and become an alcoholic. You know, I mean, you can, you can do all kinds of changes in your life that are negative that don't help you positively at all. That, that, so you can change. You can start eating like crazy and gain 50 pounds and do terrible things to your health. That's not positive. So you can change without growing, but you can't grow without changing. People who are growing are people who are making positive changes in their life. The only way your tomorrow will be better than today is if you are growing today. Every day, every way. Every day, every way. You're moving forward. Growth creates the capacity for more. 
more and more is what success looks like. More. More opportunities. More achievements. More wins. That's where you want to be, friends. And growth creates the capacity for more. It expands your, your as the Bible would say, your vessel. You know, God will pour in. God will never waste, by the way. God never wastes. So if your vessel is this big, God will pour in until he gets to the top. And that's he's not going to pour over. But if you expand the size of your vessel, then you, know, you can receive more blessings. More can come into your life. Success is a result of self-renewal and self-improvement. Are you renewing yourself? Are you improving yourself? Do you have a growth stance? Because if you do, your performance will, will reflect that. And that performance will be success. That's what it looks like. Personal growth leads to a full and fulfilled life. That's, that is the, the nature of a successful life, is somebody who is living a full life and someone who is living a fulfilled life. You've, you've got to determine that. You control that. So what is it that allows you to have a growth stance to, to be in a place where you're, you're growing. Well, obviously, it's all about input. What's coming in? What's coming in determines what goes out. What is coming into your life? Are you someone who is taking advantage of ways in which they can experience growth in their life? You've got to determine that. You're the one. So what, what might some of those areas be? Here's what I'm thinking. For instance, uh, what are you doing with your with your time? You know, how are you using your time? Are you, for instance, are you watching webinars where you can learn what you need to know to be more successful in whatever your field or career is? You know, is it is it webinars or is it Netflix? I mean, which is it? Are you going to seminars? Are you going to places, workshops where you you can learn more? You know, are you are you going to uh, you know to concerts? Are you going to bars? You know, what, what are you doing with your time? How are you using your time? That's what you have to ask yourself. Are you, are you the kind of person that's working to, to develop yourself? Or are you interested in, you know, staying up late or sleeping in? You know, you, you've got to determine these things for yourself. Let's just look at this this real challenge, I think, which is the challenge of television. I mean, there's just the the amount of stuff there is on TV now is just it's just incredible. And so it just lends itself to binge watching and to just spending hour upon hour upon hour watching television. I mean it's it's just really incredible. The average American watches six hours of t- television a day. Now it seems impossible, really. Like how can you work and sleep and watch television for six hours. But this is what the experts say. That's what they're saying. You know, that this is what you're doing. It's 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 one fourth of, of, of your entire life. Do you want to spend one fourth of your life watching what other people are doing? 
living out their dreams while you veg out on, on, you know, on the couch. I mean, you, you just have to ask yourself that. Just, just think this. If you eliminated one hour of television watching a day, what, what would that do? It would create 365 extra hours for you to work on your personal growth. And, and just to give that a little more definition, that would be nine, right? That would be a little over nine 40-hour work weeks or two months of additional time. Just let that sink in. The next time you're sitting down and you're like, yeah, I'm going to binge watch this, just ask yourself, really, is, is this worth it? If I'm, you know, if I'm going to watch something, I'm, I'm going to watch a webinar. If I've got time, I'm, I'm going to read. Reading, absolute, total success principle. Reading. I just had someone in my office, actually, just, just yesterday, and they walked in and they're like, "Man, this is a lot of books." Because I have one entire wall, and I have a pretty big office. One entire wall is filled with bookcases. The entire wall. And those bookcases are filled with books. It's a lot of books to read. Yeah, it's a lot of books to read. That's what, that's what you need to keep growing. So you just have to ask yourself, where are you at? Where are you at with this? Now, what else is required to perform at the success level? You have to be a finisher. You have to be a finisher. Now, let me define a finisher. A finisher is someone who refuses to quit. It's not how you start, friends. It's how you finish. How do you finish? So many people can start well, start with a big bang. I could, I mean, I could tell you story after story of people I know, organizations, companies, churches, whatever you want to call, and they, they had great starts, great starts. But it's not how you start. It's how you finish. And the finishing is, is, are you a finisher? You know, what do you do when you hit the, the roadblock? By the way, there's three things you can do. One, you can go around it. Two, you can go over it. Or three, you can go through it. But how many people just let it stop them completely? I mean, there's three ways you can go around it, over it, or through it. So there's three ways to, to get past the roadblock in your life. So many people at a roadblock and they're like, well, it's over. Dream's over. It's never going to happen. Never going to see the success I want to see. It's just not true. One of the great scriptures in the Bible is when the Apostle Paul writes in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7, and he says these words. He says, I have fought well. I was talking about that earlier, right? Battling and fighting, mental toughness. I have finished the race, and I have been faithful. I have finished the race. Paul was a finisher. I mean, a guy wrote, you know, over half the New Testament of the Bible, started all kinds of churches throughout the, the known world, including in Europe, which then took hold and became the, the foundation for the Christian faith to spread throughout the world and to America and on and on the story goes 2.2 billion people later. And Paul, besides Jesus Christ, of course, he would be the first, but besides him, in terms of a person, he's number one, number one guy. The guy knew how to finish. 
you will have difficult situations. You will have adversity. I've talked about it already. Finishers. Finishers overcome. Finishers just make it happen. They persist and they persevere. What they do not do is quit. They make finishing well their mantra. Finishing well is my mantra. A number of years ago, I read a book by this, uh, this guy who had studied all these Christian leaders throughout history, from the Bible all the way into the 20th century. And listen to this. Robert Clinton is his name, by the way. He said in his research that 70% started well but did not finish well. 70%. Shocking. Shocking. That really got me, man. That really got me. I was in my 20s at the time, and I was like, wow, I don't want to be one of those people that doesn't finish well. I want to be someone who does finish well. So I made it my goal that I was going to finish well with my life. But here's, here's what he taught that is so helpful. You know, this idea, well, I'm going to finish well with my life, you know, 50 years from now. What? Finishing well is an attitude and it's a habit. It's an attitude and it's a habit. That's the first thing. It's got to become an attitude like I'm going to finish well and it becomes a habit. So here's the deal. You finish well each day. Each day finish well. Each week finish well. Each month finish well. Each year finish well. And guess what? You come to the end of your life and you finished well. That's it. That's how you do it. So finishing well is not this, well, you know, at the end of my life. No. It's an attitude. I'm going to be a finisher. I'm going to be a finisher and I'm going to finish well. And it's going to become a habit that you practice. So each day you're saying, finished well today. Didn't quit. Didn't take shortcuts. Gave it my full effort. Didn't let anything stand in my way. Whatever obstacles and challenges I face today, if I can't overcome them today, I'll overcome them and I'll finish well today knowing that my attitude will be that I can overcome. Finishing each week. Yep, this was a week where I finished well. And by the way, let's understand this very clearly. I didn't say did well. I said finished well. You can't always win. Everything can't always work out. We're not talking about like, you know, I'm always batting a thousand. It's just that the attitude that you have is I'm doing my best to finish well. And the habit you are practicing is a finishing well habit. So it's, it's, it's about what you can control, not what you can't control. Finishing well is finishing well with what you can control. There are things outside of your control. Those things may hinder your, your immediate success, but they won't hinder your long-term success. So being a finisher, that is what brings success. That is what high performance looks like. Being a finisher and committing to finishing well each day, each week, each month, each year. And it just, it just works. It, it builds over time. It builds. And you can look back and you can just see achievement after achievement after achievement. I mean, here's the thing. You need to count what matters to you. Keep score. 
Yes. Keep score in the game of life about what matters to you. What is it that you want to achieve? What does success look like for you? How does success get defined for you? And when you have that clear in your mind, that's what you pursue. And that's what finishing well looks like. In other words, finishing well for you may be different than finishing well for me, but we both can finish well because we are finishers. We're finishers. Think of yourself as a finisher, not a starter, but a finisher. Lots of people start things. Way too many people finish them. Be a finisher and not a starter. So that's step five, the fifth P, performance. And again, let's just go maybe two more episodes here and talk again about, okay, all right, now I've become successful. How do I successfully handle success? How do I continue to be successful into the future and not just get to the top and stay on top? And then let's look at some folks that, and just their little maxims for success. I think you'll find it interesting. And I think it'll be kind of a good way to, to sum things up. All right. Until next week, it's great to have you be with us and uh, look forward to seeing you next week. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.